Hello and welcome to the A Little Bit of Everything and All Things Possible podcast. I'm Christina Crowley. Hello, I'm Teresa Crowley. Thanks for joining us. Alrighty, today we're going to talk about visualization. And we're going to talk about it in in some broad strokes. And uh, we're going to start out that way by talking about how, how visualization can actually um, be a positive force, be reassuring, push you towards your goals, or how it can just pull you out of a bad place mm -hmm. so that um, you're not dwelling in something possibly negative to give you the strength that you need to um, get out of that mindset or just to be taken away. Now, when I think of this, I think of advertising sometimes because advertising is that all is about it does. visualization. Yeah. And think about the Calgon ads. Yeah. Calgon, take me away. Yeah. Now, what do you think of when you think of that? You think of someone relaxing in a bubble bath or just a bath that's, mm -hmm. you know, nurturing to the skin. Calgon, take me away. It makes you think of a better place. It makes you think of a place that you're taking care of yourself. You are splurging you are doing something for yourself and I think that just those words um, can help you visualize somewhere that you are not at the current time I don't think that you know when people heard that off the television or during the commercial um, really knew what a powerful statement that was but it was a very powerful statement because people thought, oh, that would be a such better place to be. They visualized it, they went out, they bought the Calgon and did it. And so I think a lot of times with our advertising, we do use the power of the word to help you visualize something that might be um, within your reach but you haven't thought of in a while. It stirs up a memory. It may be something that's kind of like been a goal all along. And I think when we think visualization, it can take on a lot of different connotations. Yeah, I think advertising is just the best example of visualization and it changing your mindset, it, you know, changing you in some way. And now we're not talking about, you know, wanting you, you know, in that to use it in that way. I think for us, you know, uh, using visualization for changing your mindset, pulling you out of, you know, something you want for me i remember when i first discovered vision boards uh it was like an aha moment for me and this was long before the secret and things came out like that and it, you know it's not the woo woo stuff where i just see it and visualize it and it comes true it does keep it in front of my mind's eye i am the type of person who you know when i wake up in the morning i get out of bed my two vision board main vision boards are to the right of my bed and they've been there for years, and I know that I made them years ago. And I look at that, and I can see different things that came true. And I like lists on top of it. But to see that, uh, it just reminds me of what I want, because we sometimes get so busy during the day that seeing that there, uh, it, it takes us back and goes, okay, this is what I'm working for. This, Okay, this is why I'm doing this particular type of job or work. And... Uh, you know, I'm, I've been a person who I've changed careers. Um, I'm a multi-passionate person, and uh, having a vision board helps with that. Uh, there have been times when I've changed careers and I didn't want to, but having the vision boards, and that's really when I got into vision boards, and uh, 
you know, Teresa's made some too, and it's when I wasn't sure where things were going, and so I did pick out just pictures randomly um, from magazines, and, and I put them on boards, and it kind of gave me an idea of, you know, a new place to go and a new kind of mindset. Well, I think you also have to um, imagine uh, times are changing, and there was once a time when you would go to the card store, mm -hmm. and for different emotions, what are these pictures, you know, pulling out of us? What kind of emotion do some of these? Now, you wouldn't be um, putting a silly dog on a condolence card, yeah. or but you might put a silly dog on a get well card. I mean, and that's a visualization mm -hmm. that we think of. I mean, um, sure, a funny little dog picture for me would probably make me giggle and laugh because I have two funny dogs. But also, um, when you think of visualization, you can also think of, you know, a flower. Yeah. And sometimes when you're looking on screen or you're looking in a video or you're just looking at a still picture, how intricate is the picture. Is it showing the petals? Is it showing the little veins down the petal? Is it, um, if it's something maybe on screen that is not a still life, it's actually maybe active, how do the petals move when it's the breeze? And so you can think of all those things. You can then sometimes be in guided visualization. Yeah, I when think what you're saying there really got, helps people you know, with that. Your eyes closed and you know, people try and guide you through visualization. I think sometimes that really helps mm -hmm. because uh, they guided imagery, sure. It can take you out of where you are, and that's what it is, guiding you into some other place. And I think we've all kind of used that. Yeah, I you know, I think what you teach with, you know, stress, you know, um, you know, that's the other part of of, you know, visualization, having it you know, help you out of a particular situation. You can, there, you know, because there are studies, I know Kelly Brogan talks about that, you know, two to three minutes of a type of a visualization, you know, can bring you to a different place. You know, when you're in a stressful place, uh, it really, it gets you out of there. And I know that, uh, you know, that's what you teach and practice. And I think you can look at it also when you have children in school and they are looking out the window and they're daydreaming out the window that's why there's recess because they need to break it up a little bit but that also is a cool thing and that you know when they do you know that's a way of learning when they look out the window you know they are they're using two senses and i think some of us are two sense learners we're you know we're a visual because i used to do that when we went to uh, east junior high i remember learning in math class or in a it was a social studies class uh, looking out the window but having the teacher lecture. I remembered so much more. And that's why a lot of times too when you the memes that you see and pictures that you see uh, people focus. Maybe they have their favorite saying in their purse. They uh, read it and what are they visualizing when they read their favorite saying? What, what are they dreaming of? It gets them back on track sometimes people say. It's maybe something that goes on your mirror that you, every morning, you know, to get it together, get your mindset, and you go out. Yeah, it has an effect. What you're seeing has effect on your mindset. And I think people, you know, oh, visualization, oh, um, They think it's woo-woo, and it's not. But 
I think it affects different people in different ways. And we are now seeing the positives. I think we're now talking a little bit more about the positives of visualization. And uh, it's the power to dream. It's the daydream. It's the, I think sometimes our daydreams go to where we want to be and where our goals are. So yeah. when you're thinking of visualization, it can be an escape, it can take us away, or what it's going to do is... Um, we need to pay attention to what we're daydreaming about. Yeah, it, it because, and maybe write it down, a lot of dreams, mm -hmm. when we say daydreams, but a lot of therapy sometimes is, when you wake up, write down what you were dreaming. Well, when you're daydreaming, you know, put a little more effort into remembering what you're daydreaming about because these are things that we think of. These are things that we want or where we want to be. And um, I think the visualization part of all of this is um, a positive and something that we just don't explore enough of. Yeah, it's, you know, we're not going to go into the negative side of of too much daydreaming and things like that. I, you know, I, but I do think it's something that if you're listening to this, uh, to keep in mind for, you know, that you want to do, that you want to have, you want to be an active participant into it rather than just complete escapism. I think that's a, you know, great example of what Teresa talked about of paying attention to what your daydreams say, paying attention to what your dreams are. Uh, this isn't, you know, escapism. It's, it's really effective way for finding out what you want in your life. Some people say, oh, I don't know what I want in my life. Oh, I don't know. And once you start talking to them, I know we have a, a student named Sarah. And she, for a while, was like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what my passion is. And, you know, within a few questions of just talking to her, she instantly knew. And she's going to do a children's book. And, you know, she's halfway there. So it's it, it was just her paying attention to you know, what she really thought she could want if there was nothing to stop her. And so with visualization, you can take it in all different directions. There is not one um, perfect way. I think it's wherever it leads you. Uh, I think that it's reflected in art. I think it's reflected in music. I think it's reflected in, you know, solitude and, sol um, and meditation that have neither, that you're just, you know, trying to clear your mind. This type of visualization, this type of just making you feel is so important in our life and so important day to day that we should experience it more and we should reap the benefits. Absolutely. One of my mentors visualizes for 15 minutes a day and he's done it for a few years now and he totally... Uh, that is what he says is one of his biggest uh, ways that he's successful. Three years ago, he was living in his parents' house with a few thousand dollars in the bank. And today, he has a really successful business living in Miami. And he puts it to, he sat and visualized for 15 minutes a day, even when it was hard. And I do think visualizing is a, you know, being conscious of it is a real muscle. I think it brings it closer to you. I think it could bring a calm, I think it can bring inner strength, I think it can bring lots of things. And we can't label them all mm -hmm. because it's very individualized. I think everyone can relate to a visualization and I hope that you guys 
can do that, can take it seriously. And if you commit to once a day, that would be awesome because look at what it's done for our friend. It's done amazing things for him. And when you're down on your luck and you're, you know, thinking you're at the bottom of the bottom, he pulled himself up and in three oh, years yeah. has just turned everything around. He's an, you know, he's an amazing person who listened to what he wanted it and went for it. And I think, uh, oh, I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> and I think really it's um, different for everyone. Yeah. And I think that he has turned his life around. He's now doing good things for other people. And just three years ago, you know, he would never have pictured where he is now. It's so much bigger and better than even the visualization that he had. Absolutely. As Pam Grout would say, the universe is always listening. So, and I, you know, one of my things on my Twitter account is be careful what you ask for because you will get it. And so it's true. Be very careful what you ask for because you will get it. I, uh, one thing I, uh, when I, t I told you about a few weeks ago was when I, or maybe, I don't know who it was, I told somebody about this, but when I lived in England, I came home and, uh, and I thought, gosh, the next place I want to go is Venice. And then I went and moved to Venice, California. And I should have been a little more specific saying Venice, Italy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, the universe is listening. I think really I do visualize. I visualize flowers very, very often and how they affect and make me feel. And now I have the ability to buy flowers when I want. Mm -hmm. And so it can be something that's simple for my day-to-day. -day. It can be visualizing the big things in my life that I want. So um, I hope that this made a little sense. I hope that this struck a chord. And um, to think about visualization in a different way or... Maybe you've already done that, and it's a big way for you. Well, I think also, I'm going to go back to this. I think, you know, in the middle of your day, you may be having a crap day, and, you know, visualizing the flowers kind of gives you, you know, that lift you need. It is kind of my own Calgon moment. Yeah. I want to use that word. I hope they mm -hmm. don't mind. It goes in your, with it, you know, quite with your mini meditations that you you talk about a lot. Online, I have mini meditations because I know that I don't have a lot of time in the middle of my day. Mm -hmm and I use them. I use music on my drive home. I do different things to take me out of where I'm at. I concentrate driving home, but I do want, oh, just maybe a little sidebar that gets me there in a better mood. And so um, however it affects you, however it takes you into a better place, I hope you use a visualization in a good way. And don't expect too much out of it, but reap all the benefits that you can get. Expect everything from it. That's what I say. All right. So, ta-ta uh, for now, and thank you so much for listening to us. Sign up for um, this so that you can see more and more of our um, podcasts. Mm -hmm. We would appreciate that, and that's all we got for now. All right. Ta-ta. Bye-bye.